0: what you have to do is want to make the world a better place. What you have to do is believe that every single person has inherent worth and dignity. And what you really have to do is care about the planet. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, It's really a religion based on ethics and good living...
1: Steve Sherlock here for Franklin Matters, Franklin Public Radio. Anywhere in the internet, wfpr.fm, and in the local Franklin Mass Radio Dial 102.9. Here today in studio with Rev Bev from the First Universalist Society of Franklin, otherwise known as an acronym FUSF, which <laughs> is around, but acronyms are more than that. In Welcome. Thank you for joining us today.
0: Well, thanks so much for having me. I've I've been looking forward to this. Wished I had uh, taken you up on your offer a little sooner. I've been in town for six months, and it's sped by so
1: fast. Time just does fly by, right? we, We have never enough time it's always a question of prioritization and i'm not questioning your i know you've got the parish (laughs) and your work and kind of getting up to speed you've been doing a lot of that i assume
0: absolutely absolutely and it's so i'm an interim minister and what that means is i come in for usually two years sometimes one sometimes three but usually two so i have to get up to speed really quickly Uh. to get to know the community to get to know the congregation to get a feel for where they're headed, because what I'm doing is preparing them for their next long-term minister. So it's it's really kind of uh, parish ministry on on the fast track. Right. So it does take a lot of concentrated effort, especially mm-hmm. early on.
1: Yeah, because it. In my early, in my career, I wanted to be the world's greatest teacher. I couldn't get there, but I did sub a lot. So I did sometimes one day assignments, sometimes a little bit longer. And yeah. it's, it's similar, I think, because you just, you're just you there, but you're not there forever. Right,
0: right. I I joke with congregations when I first come, I say, I'm pre-fired. <laughs> so you don't have to really love me. I hope you don't hate me but you don't really have to love me because I am pre-fired and I'm here to do particular tasks and that is to get you ready get you ready for the next round of of searching for a long-term minister Mm -hmm. Um, so it is it's great and you know coming into Franklin I really didn't know Franklin at all the community and I have learned so much about Dean College and about how much music and the arts are really important in Franklin, right? Um, and luckily, I've been able to learn that pretty quick quickly. Yeah.
1: Um, so that helps. I, so you had you've done this maybe before what's kind of your short story of getting here to Franklin on your pre-fired position as you say
0: (laughs) so I've been um, I've been a minister for about 12 years okay Um, I am I'm an interim minister by design it's what
1: I like to do oh so you just do the. this is what I do
0: and I've done six interim ministries Um, a couple of them were one year A couple of them were three year
1: it varies um, depending upon it, 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 that particular set of circumstances and what in the they
0: need and and how it's going mm-hmm. um. And, and what the pool of ministers looking for long-term right. ministry is in any given year, because it's a little bit dependent on that, obviously.
2: Yeah.
0: In this area, it's not as big of a problem, because ministers want to come to Massachusetts. It's okay. a really great place mm-hmm. to be a Unitarian Universalist minister.
1: Even given the circumstances coming out post-pandemic, things where people are just kind of stepping aside because they just couldn't take it anymore well
0: yeah that's been an issue that's been an issue um like in teaching and in healthcare.
1: right
0: um a lot of clergy retired Mm -hmm. during and right after the pandemic are are we after the pandemic yet
1: (laughs) it's it's hard to say (laughs) um yeah things have certainly settled a little if you will um but to the extent that i just saw this week the notification that they are indeed moving towards kind of an annual booster. Yes. Then I'm not sure we will ever say we're done with it to that extent.
0: Well, as long as we keep having boosters, I'm good with that. Yeah. Um, I just don't want to be sick, right? <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, or heavily sick. Yes. You know, the minor cold, the minor symptoms, we yeah. can take that. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's what's happened so far. Um, because yeah, I did not escape COVID. I was fully boosted. Was fully vaccinated. But still ended up getting it, but it was, I really wasn't sure I had it. It was more of a minor cold, and I get those from time to time.
0: Right, yeah, it is hard. You wake up with a a sniffly nose, and you think, "Uh uh-oh, right? is it? (laughs) Do I have to test? (laughs) What do I have to do now? Um, Right. Yeah, so we did, we lost a lot of ministers um, over the last couple of years, and so there is a little bit of a shortage, but again... Massachusetts and especially this part of Massachusetts is very desirable mm-hmm. so I have I have really a good feeling about um, FUSF's future right uh, I know acronyms are hard sometimes but long names can be hard too first it's, Universalist it's, Society of Franklin yeah. Boy, it's a mouthful.
1: It it has some history, too. Oh, a
0: long history, long history, as does Unitarian Universalism, especially in Massachusetts. Um, So, yeah. Um, So, I'd actually like to back up just a little bit and talk a little bit about my own history. Sure. Because I started my adult life as a software engineer.
1: Ooh. So how did you go from one to the other?
0: Well, <laughs> <That's> there a- <laughs> was there was a transition in between of I be also have a masters in social work. Okay. So I went from engineering to social work where I did a lot of crisis intervention and hospice work. Okay. And while I was doing hospice work is when I went to divinity school. Okay. And became a minister. So I bring an interesting mix of that engineering brain that mm-hmm. Kind of can see the big picture and do the flow chart and mm-hmm. figure out how to get from A to B.
1: Process orientation.
0: Right. But I also have the the social work and the ministry background mm-hmm. um, that is much more people-oriented. And it turns out to be a really good mix. It does. For interim ministry especially. Yep. Um, getting in, learning, make, taking some actions, planting those seeds, and then... Um, Stepping aside and watching them flourish with their next minister. It's it's all a package.
1: It's all a package. It's
0: all a package.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And to the extent that you're with FUSF and you mentioned the arts and culture, that is one of the, my favorite studios, if you will, performance centers. Yes. Uh, I think it's up to 300-seat capacity when the Circle of Friends does a major artist coming in. Right. The sound quality in that room and the the... Never mind the desserts. I mean, they're, they're to die for to begin with.
0: <laughs> yes, we, we do know how to bake and eat, um, which is really typical of most Unitarian Universalist congregations, I have to say. Okay. Yeah, We are just getting back into having um, Circle of Friends and Live Arts and all of that post-pandemic. Mm-hmm. We're just starting to have that going on again and starting to have some fun. Yeah. Um, in our building, in a building that um, you know we're really proud of, and not being able to use for all that time to was heartbreaking. Utilize. Yes, just heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, and seeing our sanctuary fill up again—I mean, all those things coming out of the pandemic are just things that a lot of people in a lot of different settings are starting to experience again. Right. right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. clearly having been pent up that pent up demand to carry that is kind of been busting out in a variety of ways and hopefully in good ways obviously we see unfortunately the news from time to time somebody's going too far (laughs) with trying to get something so just be patient it'll come yes yes (laughs) do it right but do it yeah
0: um i want to talk a little bit about um, unitarian universalism especially in franklin we were very connected to dean college um, one of the early presidents of Dean College was a Universalist, mm-hmm. so we actually had our worship services on their campus, on campus in right. their chapel for a number of years. Um, the connections there are very strong, and um, you know, Universalism is based on love, right. right? Its basic tenet is if we could just bring love into everything we do, mm-hmm. the world would be a better place, yep. and. I think that really talks a lot about who Franklin is also as a community Mm -hmm. and Dean College. Um, We think of ourselves really as um, courageous, curious, and compassionate people. Mm -hmm. And I think if you walked around Dean College for a little while, you would find that the leadership there has that same kind of mentality. so it was a good it was a good match for a number of years. But we're also really so happy to have our own our own building, our own space. Um, if you've never been to the grounds, we have a labyrinth there. Um, we have an area called the Grove where there can be a fire pit. Mm-hmm. Um, the re the Religious Education kids, love that part of the grounds.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and so it's just such a lovely setting in a residential neighborhood.
1: Yes, like here. Yep. Um, kind but of off, set the, beam, that, off set the, path the road s- so to speak. Yep. Um,
0: if you don't read that sign as you're driving by, you could miss <laughs> our driveway. Um, trying to figure out ways to make us a little more visible, yep. um, which is difficult in a residential neighborhood because sure. you can't have you know, big flashing signs nope. um, and, and you can't see us from the street the way mm-hmm. you can some of the other more traditional um, mm-hmm. churches in town. Right.
1: You don't have the big, humongous, tall steeple tower. Yeah, we are not the
0: traditional white, clever New England Mm -hmm. uh, meeting house. Right, Um, but we're back there, and there's a lot of exciting things going Mm on. Um, So I think it's really important that we try to get the word out that we're here.
1: Yeah. Well, this is that's one way. What we're doing here is to help that. And I do recall I've I've been a frequent of. Uh, circle of friends uh, from when they were in the Mason's Hall downtown until they relocated into the new facility. Um, I visited the labyrinth when it first came through, and I've got a couple of photos that I share, because I believe it's New Year's Eve. You have your annual kind of walk?
0: Yeah, we have a New Year's Eve walk, although um, we do that inside with a Canvas painted labyrinth that we can put in our sanctuary.
1: Especially given Um, New England weather, (laughs) (laughs) buried in the snow anyway. Yeah,
0: (laughs) and um, and I've started now this year. I started on New Year's Day, so we might do it every year the Sunday between Christmas and New Year's to do a worship service based on walking the labyrinth. Okay. Um, So there was was were two opportunities this year, um, and we had a really full. Full house for oh, both good. of those and we're planning something in the spring to utilize the outdoor labyrinth Excellent. when we can count a little more on the a, at least <laughs> not having it snow covered so you can see where you're walking <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. but
0: that labyrinth is open to the public we we invite people to come and check it out
1: right um, and for those who haven't visualized uh, for reference 262 chestnut street is the address there is a sign you can turn, go into the parking lot in the end of the parking lot. So kind of the building is kind of longitudinal, to I would say. Yep. And then towards that end of the building, you can see the edge of the trees and then tucked into the underneath the trees is the labyrinth. So yep. it's easy. enough, And I think there's actually some, well, desire lines or formal paths. now. There
0: is a path and there's actually um, a, a little bit of a white uh, fence because you'll pass our memorial garden. Ah, so that's on the right, and if you keep going straight past that, you will you can't miss the labyrinth if right. you
1: just keep walking straight. Sure. Yep. Yeah. So hopefully you'll be able to visualize that, and you shouldn't get lost if you go to the church.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be hard to get lost if you make it to the parking lot. <laughs>
1: yeah. And as part of your introduction to Franklin, you've been learning a bunch. Is any particular things have kind of you know pleased you, surprised you, concerned you? You can go any which way. (laughs) Um,
0: I don't think anything has really surprised me. I I, um, was really happy to find some historians Mm. um, that are very interested in the history of all of Franklin and Dean College. And FUSF
2: mm-hmm.
0: and and all the interactions there. Right. Um, we had one minister for uh, over 25 years, so a lot of people are aware of that history. Sure. Who transitioned from Grace Chapel to the building we own now. Yeah. So, um, and and finding those historians early on has helped me immensely. Because sure. I don't have to go dig- digging through the archives. I just right. have to have conversations with people. Yeah. Um, so it's that part has been really exciting. I love the fact that you have a local theater um in town mm-hmm. um, i'm I'm a theater buff, so to oh, speak, good. but I really yeah. like community theater yeah. and and more of that kind of feel. Right. So that's really exciting to me. Um, and although I'm not a musician, um, the variety of music that
2: mm-hmm.
0: is around here sure. is just so wonderful that it just if you can't find something that really connects with you mm-hmm. um, I think you're just not looking hard enough right. because it, it, there's so much here
1: yeah, having the, having been part of the cultural district and now collaborating with the cultural district to share their community events there is a lot going on yes and clearly we've referenced the circle of friends live arts so that covers between the kind of the folk and the classical yeah uh, the Black Box brings in blues, rock All kinds of yeah. music Actually HMEA has a fundraiser They're bringing in a, a Beatles uh, band oh. uh, To do a uh, fundraising effort for them At the Black Box Coincidentally yeah. coming in February um, And then certainly at the Franklin High School with the students, there's uh, performances. Some of the sessions, uh, whether uh, performing arts or the variety of the bands, whether it's chorus, uh, concert band, uh, orchestra, orchestra, yeah. jazz band. I mean, there's there's a variety of things going on there. And never mind, Dean. In their performing arts, they've right. got a, quite an activity set. So. Yeah. And then there's a bunch of other cultural organizations that are part of either the cultural district and or the cultural council, and uh, which provides some funding. So, yeah, the tagline I think the cultural district uses is Arts happen here. Mm-hmm. And that's very true yes. every single week, yes. something is going on,
0: yeah, yeah, that's it's it's a just it's a wonderful community to uh, to be a part of. And that—that's probably the downside of interim ministry, right? I'm only here for two years. I grow to love a congregation. I grow to love a community, and I'm—I'm I'm gone. And
1: you're gone.
0: And uh, and getting excited about yet another community.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. But I never totally lose connection with the places I've been.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, which is—it's kind of nice as well. Yeah. Um, and this is just this is an area that. Um, is just so open to Unitarian Universalism. I mean, mm-hmm. we are, we're we're a liberal religion. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have a creed. You don't have to believe exactly the same thing the person sitting next to you in the sanctuary believes, or even what the minister believes. Okay. Um, what you have to do is want to make the world a better place. What you have to do is believe that every single person has inherent worth and dignity. And what you really have to do is care about the planet.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's it's really a religion based on ethics and good living, and leaving things better than you found them. Mm-hmm. And Franklin is just a wonderful place for that because you see that everywhere. Mm-hmm. You see that in the college. You see that in the high school students. Um, you just you see it everywhere. That's what people are looking for. Right. Um, ways to live a life that. They can feel really good about mm-hmm. and teach their children those values. Uh, so it's um, and we we draw from a lot of other communities, though.
1: Right, so um, it's not just Franklin-based. Yeah, you're located here.
0: We're located here, but because there is not a Unitarian Universalist uh, congregation in every town, right? We tend to draw from Wrentham uh, and Norfolk mm-hmm. um, and Bellingham. Um, we have you know we have folks that come from a lot of surrounding communities Mm -hmm. Uh, and and they feel really welcomed in Franklin Mm
2: -hmm. um,
0: for what they're doing here and but we also pay attention to those other communities so food banks for example yes we don't just donate to Franklin Um, we do a lot with the Franklin Food Bank absolutely but we also pay attention to some of the other food banks that don't necessarily have a church community that is focused on mm-hmm. them, um, sure. Because our members—that's what our members want. You know, they yeah. they care about Franklin, but they also care about where they live. Absolutely. Uh, so we we try to do that as well.
1: Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, hunger knows no boundaries.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, our food insecurity group um, at FUSF is one of our strongest groups mm-hmm. um, because it is just there's such a vital need for it, especially now. I think. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah, because especially in Franklin, as good as we are, the cost of living here is relatively high, so with the downturn, if there's any miss in terms of a double income and you lose one income, you're on the edge, Yes. and thereby you're going to need potentially some support. And fortunately, at least, there is a bunch of support available.
0: Yeah. People don't like to think of their communities as having that need. but it's here. Yeah, it's it's everywhere. There is right. there's no place I think that's immune
2: mm-hmm.
0: to that. Um, and the same with fuel assistance. I mean, we work very closely um, with the interfaith um, council around fuel needs yes. uh, because this year especially the cost of fuel has yes. just really skyrocketed. Yeah, um, and. We've been a little lucky so far with the weather, but...
1: There's no guarantee, of course. <laughs> you can't course.
0: count at it. It is New England. <laughs> it
1: is New England, yeah. And especially uh, with just the increase, I know when I got my recent fill-up, <laughs> it was a bit shocking. Fortunately, I was at least fortunate to be prepared for it. But the other request that I've heard within that as well is that um, because of the prices are so high, and the dealers, respectfully, are also only wanting to make you know, a certain level of delivery, and yes. that also kind of raises the bar. So, Absolutely. Um, it becomes harder. So thereby, yeah. the Interfaith and other organizations in that space, yeah, yeah. Their, their funds can help considerably.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: And then while you're here for the interim, there's still things that you want to learn? Any particular areas that you still or have in your wish list or... I need to do something over here.
0: I'm really focused on helping the congregation make those connections. Okay. So um, I'm. I love learning everything, right? <laughs> I mean, that's that's what I need to do, right? right? But my focus really is on where are my congregants already connected? Where should we be connected? Where maybe were connections lost due to the, due to the pandemic? Okay. And yeah. how do we reestablish those? Right. Um, so it's, I, I'm much more focused on um, just helping the congregation kind of recenter themselves, mm-hmm. re- refocus. I mean, it was hard to lose a minister. Yes. It was hard to go through the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, and people are finding it hard to, to come out of the pandemic. Yeah. And, you know, we still have a little bit of that. We want everything to be exactly the way it was
2: mm-hmm.
0: two and a half years ago, and unfortunately, that's never going to be true.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so, helping refocus and and just figure out where best we can kind of plug ourselves in, mm-hmm. as well as letting folks know that we're here and what we're doing. I mean, we're we're very focused on climate justice yes we're very focused on food insecurity we're very focused on we have a strong uh, in the in the Unitarian Universalist world we call it welcoming congregation yes and that is about welcoming um, LGBTQ I
1: a however many <laughs> more acronyms are added to that. yes um, <laughs> Or alphabets are added to the acronym you know,
0: folks, not just into our congregation and mm-hmm. into our space, but into the life of the community. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're, we're pretty fortunate in Massachusetts, but there's been some bumps in the road sure. around um, the rights of folks, especially trans folks, mm-hmm. so that's another area that we really pay a lot of attention to. Um, we've had some wonderful panel discussions and some worship services around those topics. Um, so there's there's a lot that we're doing. We're we're just starting to re-energize around racial justice. Mm. Um, and again, Massachusetts we're a little bit lucky, but you know when you think about all of the mass shootings mm. and all of the all of the um, shootings of unarmed black people, right. um, those are things we pay attention to and we try to figure out where can we. Intervene on a on a community level and on mm-hmm. a faith-based level—that's um, going to make a difference. Not just for our congregation or Franklin, but Massachusetts and ultimately beyond.
1: Yeah, we've um, got to start somewhere, so let's yeah. start here. Yeah, this is our home. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. work out.
0: Yeah, we, we we try to do everything locally, statewide, and ultimately globally is 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 a great goal.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. It'll take time to get there, but yeah. we need to get there somehow. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Well, good. Thank you for taking time. Today, I think folks, if they had not known Rev Bev was now at FUSF to, to, to utilize that acronym, they at least know a little bit more about you. We'll include in the show notes your contact info and if they want to explore, as you said, you are a welcoming community, and they can contact you, come to a service. The schedule, I believe, is on the website.
0: Absolutely, yeah. And and if they're not interested in the service, check out our Facebook page and our website to see what else is going on.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Friday night, we're having a game night. We're oh. just going to have fun together. Okay. Um, so there's things going on that just... We want to include the community in. Um, If you want to come and walk the labyrinth and you want to ring the doorbell and see if I'm around, I'd love to chat with you. Um, Whatever. Whatever reason you're seeking us out, um,
1: I'm always happy to talk to folks. Good. Well, thank you for spending time again today. And to the listeners, quick reminder, we do this because Franklin matters. We are now producing this in collaboration with Franklin TV and Franklin Public Radio.